Outside the Box with Lincoln Stars head coach Rocky Russo and Stars broadcaster Cristiano Simonetta on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Outside the Box on 93.7 FM The Ticket. Stars president Lori Crocker joined me for segment one. We'll get to our guests for segments two and three in just a second, but let's thank today's sponsor, for tonight's episode. It's Empyrean Brewing Company. The Icebox is excited to offer local beer choices at Stars Games this year, which includes Lincoln's Empyrean Brewing Company. Their new beer, Sunslinger Extra Pale Ale, is a wheat-centered ale that is low on calories and carbs. It's also surprisingly flavorful with lemon highlights for a refreshing, easy-drinking beer. Enjoy other popular beers from Empyrean like Mind Over Mango IPA and Goal Line Amber Ale sold only at the Icebox. Cheers. Let's go, Stars. And let's go Tim Gray from the Lincoln Journal Star. Tim, thank you so much for joining me for the second time. What's up? Not much. Glad to be here. You know, just hanging out. And you missed the Sunday game, right? I did. And what were you doing on Sunday for the Journal Star so I can yell at them for not uh, or for depriving you of that unbelievable 3 to 2 overtime victory over the Tri-City Storm? Uh actually I was off on Sunday. Never I, mind then. I was Good at my for you. In- in-laws and uh, eating my father-in-law's <laughs> ribs. So. Okay, so not a bad <laughs> not a bad time. Were you following the box scores? What do you usually do when you're not on site but you still have to write a gamer? Um so I'm kind of superstitious, so I'll watch the game center and you know, I'm not supposed to be biased or anything, but <laughs> you know, I'll watch. I'll got. I'll watch the game center and uh, kind of. I'm like, oh, stars are down. I'll I'll stop watching. I'll check again. You know, I was like, oh, it's it's tied, and then I'll kind of get more interested. But you know, usually I check about half an hour after I know the game's over, or, or check the tweets because mm-hmm. you know I've got the notifications set up on my phone too. Whenever whenever you tweet, so. Oh, that must be a nightmare, like, well, during so during games when it's just, like, penalty, all right, <laughs> has been killed off, all right, nothing's going on, but, hey, we're still trying to tweet during the game. So, funny story about that. You knew I was in the hospital in October. Yes, yes. And uh, I had my phone, and there was just, like, notification after notification, and I, I just shut off the notifications, and I was just like, I'm, I'm done with this because I – can't do it anymore. Of course. Oh my gosh. I feel so bad (laughs) for being a part of your experience just ticking you off. It's completely fine, but because my phone was always on silent anyways, but I'd always check Mm -hmm. and there'd be, here's a Twitter notification. (laughs) I'm just like, all right, that's enough. I'm just, I'm going to go to sleep now. So, but no, it's good. It's pretty crazy how us as sports fans, I'm the same way in a way, like when I would, um, watch games on vhs i was a mighty ducks fan when i was younger yep. so the games were on the pacific side i'm, I'm from the midwest so they were two hours uh later they'd start so mm-hmm. it'd be nine o'clock my dad would uh let me stay up for about a period and then he'd say all right that's enough it's 10 o'clock you're going to bed and i was like ah, you know whatever i want to see how the ducks did so then in the morning the game would be vhs and i'd close my eyes and I just fast forward it and just wait. Okay, the scoreboard hasn't changed. Scoreboard. Oh, okay, it changed. Let's pause it. Let's let's go all the way back for for people under the age. And I can't believe I'm saying this as a 25 year old, but people under the age of like 17 at VHS. Um, no, but uh, that it's weird how we have those superstitions. Carter, do you have those as a fan where maybe if you don't watch a game, you wait until it's completely over, or you know if you don't watch the game, your team is probably going to lose, because that's how I feel a lot. I didn't watch the Patriots play the Bills, so I have no idea if that game took place, even though the Bills pumped the Patriots by about you know 45 points this year. Uh, I don't know if I'd really say I'm superstitious, I guess. I mean, when I was younger, 
before I had the phone and stuff, if uh, if I couldn't watch the game live, I would, you know, go try to watch the recording, like, and not know the score. But anymore with Twitter and stuff like that, like, I just can't stay away from the score, so I kind of just stay up to date on it. One of my best friends still will, and he's 25, rewinds the game. Like, if he's not uh, watching it, he doesn't want to look at Twitter. And I'm like, dude, you're going to sit down and watch the Bears get beat by 25 <laughs> points when I could just save you three hours of, of just heartache? But, you know, it's weird how we do do that. And, Tim, that's funny that even in your profession, I know you're not biased, but you're you're so interested in uh, seeing the Lincoln Stars, you know, finish their games that you waited a half hour, you say? For the game usually yeah, to end and yeah, be like, usually, oh, okay. Because yeah. I know it's, you know, like if it like a three o'clock game, I know about six, it's probably going to be close to over depending on, you know, what the score is. Because some of those games, you know, they can two hours. Some of them take three and a half depending on how many penalties and stuff is. But another superstitious thing is <laughs> going to Husker football. <laughs> the one second against Texas, I had to go to the bathroom. Explain, because for, for me, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what you're talking about, so explain for everybody that's watching. So it was, it was the Big 12 championship. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, go on. Yep. And I was in the bathroom, and Nebraska scored. I think they took the lead, and all my friends were like, you can't come out because we're doing really good. I'm like, okay. And then I think there was like timeout, and they're like, okay, you can come out. And they're like, but you can't watch. So they blindfolded me. And Nebraska, you know, everyone thought Nebraska won the game. They're all cheering, ripped the blindfold off, one second put back on the – and I'm like, you know, that's that's the whole superstition thing is like, you know, they're like, you can't watch, you're doing really good, win the game, rip blindfold off, we all celebrate, one second put back oh on the Oh, my clock. gosh. I think the, the biggest example of that for me was uh, the Patriots and the Falcons in the Super Bowl at halftime because I'm a big Patriots fan even though I'm from Chicago, blah, Gross. blah, blah. Yeah, I know. NFL <laughs> Blitz, loved those jerseys as a kid. Um it was 28-3 to three at halftime, and again, I, I was of age, but there were some alcoholic beverages going through me, and I'm like, all right, I'm just I'm going to flip around my Tom Brady jersey. I have no idea why, but let's just <laughs> let's just switch up, you know, the vibe in here. And then, you know, <laughs> the rest is history. So the only reason why the Patriots made that comeback was because I flipped my jersey around. Yeah. That's, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Is there a situation that you can point to like that where maybe you did something, or I don't know, like, or am I just the crazy one in the studio? Um, I guess I think last season, I don't even remember what game it was, but I know there's definitely a, a, I'm a, I'm a Packers fan. There's definitely a game that they were losing, um, later in the season. And, uh, I was like on my team bus because we were in basketball season mm-hmm. and I was watching on my phone and they were just getting, you know, beat. And I don't think it was super bad, but by like a couple touchdowns. And I think it was a team that was like bad. So like they shouldn't have been losing and all my buddies were giving me crap. So I was like, okay, fine. Like, I'm Wasn't it, it was the Bengals game. No, no, it wasn't this season. Oh, this last, like last year. year. Last year, okay. Uh, and like, so I, you know, everybody's giving me crap on the bus, so like that. So I think I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, I just shut the game off and like put it in my pocket and left it alone. And I just like put my noise canceling headphones in and just like you know sat there. And then I, I think I might have dozed off for a while. And I woke back up and they were ahead with like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. I was like, all right, like, <laughs> so I, I don't know if I'm, st- I still, it's not really superstitious, but mm-hmm. on that time I was like, well, I guess maybe me just not watching helped. We it, oh wait okay wait. okay here we actually, go actually no now I do had remember to be one. now I do remember okay I finally I don't know how I didn't think this earlier I always had to wear a jersey when I watched the game I, I oh, always okay yeah so how I don't you I don't know okay. how I forgot about that so yes. why why when did that start was that just as a kid you were like I just have to wear a jersey I think it's just yeah when I was a kid I just I'd, I'd watch games and f- for some reason like I would I just thought I had to like have the jersey on otherwise like the team would know that I wasn't wearing my jersey and I they would just they wouldn't play good so 
I don't. That's that's my one. Yeah, I, I don't know how that slipped my mind, but yeah, I never ever watched a game without the jersey on. So you're listening to Outside the Box on 93.7 FM. The ticket. We're having fun, but we are supposed to, you know, according to our contract, talk about the Lincoln Stars. Um, no, again, I'm, we're just having fun here. But Tim Gray, uh, Lincoln Journal star. We talked last time you were here about the playoffs of 2017 and 18. How cool that experience was mm-hmm. for you covering it. Well, we're six games away from the Lincoln Stars heading to the postseason once again, but they pull out another miraculous miraculous is maybe a little over saying because they really dominated the game against Tri-City, but another moment in this season that feels special to you already, doesn't it? Yeah, because uh, that you go back to that 27-18 where they made the playoffs, but the playoff format you know, in the USHL is something I really don't agree with. I mean, I get it with travel costs and stuff like that, but that was a series where, you know, Lincoln went to Sioux Falls for three or, you know, three games and then they turn around and play Waterloo and it's you get one playoff game and then go to Waterloo or or whatnot. This is gonna be a special year because, you know, either gonna lock up the two seed or probably the three seed where Lincoln will get that first round by all three games in Lincoln and then, you know, if they get the two seed they get, you know, home ice advantage again where they get two out of three, or, you know, you're playing four games in a row in the playoffs with it with a three seed. So, you know, it should be a special time at the ice box. And what's weird about, uh, and a lot of fans probably don't know this because the league hasn't put it out yet, but I don't think I'm breaking any news, that second round, um, the lower seed gets game one. Yeah. Which is just, it's a little backwards to me too, but you think about some intimidating buildings like Young Arena in Waterloo if they draw Tri-City in the second round. If the Stars draw a certain team whether it's at home against sioux city and you're playing at the icebox game one then you have to go to sioux city for one game at tyson event center you take that night in and night out so that's how it's been even back then in 2017 18 do you remember i i believe so Mm -hmm. i can't exactly remember because i i know the first round was all three games at at one spot second round i want to say it was the same way Mm -hmm. but i can't remember if it was first I think the team got to choose which. Yeah, I think you're right. Got to choose the series if it was, you know, one, one and two, or one, one and, or two and one, or mm-hmm. something like that. But, you know, this format, you know, stars could be playing four, hopefully not four in a row. With, you know, you could have the two game sweep or, or whatnot. But uh, just having games at the ice box, the playoff atmosphere would be great. For you as a reporter, is there a building in this league that you like visiting the most? Um, I've been to Omaha. I've been to Tri-City. I had Tri-City season tickets. Mm-hmm, and that, that, that was a different time because mm-hmm. that was when Tri-City was kind of fresh and brand new. So, you know, they were drawing, you know, 7,000 fans. And I think it's down to like 2,500, yeah. 3,000 now. Um, I like – I can't remember what it's called now, but it used to be Ralston – arena mm-hmm. with uh liberty first credit <laughs> union yeah. arena that new sponsorship good for them um you know that's a cool building because mm-hmm. they got the catwalk and and all that stuff and obviously when lincoln plays omaha it's a you know a, a different different dog yeah. <laughs> on the ice so um let's see i've been to sioux city have you been to sioux falls i've been to sioux falls but i've never actually been to the arena Okay, so. Denny Sanford Premier Center is—it's yep. just a like a pro rank. I I love calling games there. Uh, it's no North Dakota, 
No, I'm kidding. I'm looking at Carter when I say that. Fargo does have a great ring. It's built just like uh, Liberty First Credit Union Arena in Omaha. Same design. It's beautiful. Shields Arena. We're going there actually next week for a critical two-game series on the road. Carter, did you go to any Fargo Force games when you were growing up? Even though you're from – I know you're from rural North Dakota, so actually give me the full scope of where exactly are you from. Okay, so so I probably sound stupid asking this question. Complete opposite corner. Oh well. So, I, I mean, we definitely went to I Fargo. Had a 50, 50 chance. I went to Fargo for like the Bison football games, okay. but yeah, we never went to the. My family was never super into hockey to begin with, <laughs> so junior we didn't. Hockey. We didn't really have the, the the drive to go six hours to go watch Man, a watch a junior hockey game. So yeah, in the same. That's I, I again. I could point North Dakota on a map, but <laughs> I think it's one of those states where I mean, even before I moved to Nebraska, I never stepped foot in the state. Like I don't know, it's just. I was going to ask you that question. So, coming from Illinois mm-hmm. to Nebraska, did you think hockey would be as big as it is? No shot. Um, and uh, I had known Biagio Lorario, who uh, grew up in Arlington Heights. I'm from Carroll Stream, about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, actually, where Jimmy Garoppolo also is from. Fun fact. Everybody on the show. Um, I knew of the Lincoln Stars. I knew David Backus from my days covering the St. Louis Blues. But when you come to Lincoln, it's like – is there just corn everywhere? Like I was that stereotypical and I, I know fans will, you know, have my head for saying that, but um, I called, I called it the South, like jokingly. <laughs> That's just what we were from Illinois. That's what, Oh, Nebraska, whatever, even though it's the same elevation, but you come to the ice box and I got to experience a team that would score a bunch of goals, would fight a lot, had the most penalty minutes, had the most power play goals. And there's 3000 people in the building left. And the scenes that you see at the ice box, you really don't see anywhere else and that's what is just so shocking to me how unique the experience and the atmosphere is so if you want to come friday against the lancers and you haven't been maybe in five years ten years please you got to show up to that game it's a big one but no no shot that i think that uh this atmosphere would be as cool and it's it's not even that just that with just the lincoln stars that you've got you know you got the junior stars yes who just finished uh third in the the national high school Mm -hmm. tournament but then you've got you know Obviously, Rutgers McGordy, you know, mm-hmm. he's he's got a different... And Jake Gensel, too, from Nebraska yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean, he's got a different story where, you know, he's got a key to the icebox at eight years old. But you have three girls, you know, I think from the Lincoln area, you know, playing in the, on the U.S. national team. You know, you've got high school hockey all over. Like, it, hockey has grown so much in Nebraska, and it's kind of cool to see. Yeah, well, being in St. Louis and covering that team for so long, you see the Kachucks grow up there. Yep. You see Clayton Keller grow up there. And Chicago is the same thing. Vinny Henestrozo lived five, ten minutes from me. And, and all my friends you know, knew Vinny as the guy who was, was going to go pro. But, I mean, hockey was just so different. As a hockey fan in Chicago, it was probably similar to being a hockey fan in Lincoln at that point. I, I was growing up in the, the early 2000s when Chicago, the Wolves were a bigger team than the Blackhawks. And you've got that emblem on your hat, the Chicago Blackhawks. That is is your favorite team in the yep. NHL, right? So mm-hmm. where did that come from? Uh, so when I grew up, my dad was a Blackhawks fan, and it was kind of, you know, the only team on t- regular TV that was, you know, regularly shown for mm-hmm. me. So, I mean, and plus I'm a I'm a big goalie guy, so I did the Eagle. Was, oh, what a guy. I did Belfour. Yep. He was uh, – he kind of got me into the, as a Blackhawks fan, and – I absolutely hate Detroit, so (laughs) kind of stemmed from there. All right, well, we'll talk about Tim's disdain for Michigan when we come back on Outside the Box on 93.7 FM, The Ticket.